Welcome to the Multiply Your Success podcast, where each week we help growth-minded entrepreneurs and franchise leaders take the next step in their expansion journey. I'm your host, Tom Dufour, CEO of Big Sky Franchise Team. And as we open today, the question has to do with your company benefits. And do you offer any sort of support or benefit that helps your employees or your staff with caregiving responsibilities that they have at home with a close family member or friend? And for most companies, the answer is probably no, you don't have benefits in place for that, but it doesn't have to be that way. And that's why we asked our guest today, Frank Sampson, to be on the show to talk about this caregiving benefits and program. His company, Senior Care Authority, which he founded and is a national network with over 70 locations across the country, offers a program like this, and he talks about why these are important and how and why it matters to your employees and how it actually benefits you as an employer in retaining and attracting great staff and talent, which is always a timely issue. I feel fortunate to have had the great opportunity to get to know Frank over the course of the last year, year and a half that we've been working together and getting to know him as a person, as a leader, and as a client. So let's go ahead and jump into our interview. Well, Tom, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. And uh, it's, a, it's a great podcast that you run. So uh, it's an honor to be on. My my name is Frank Sampson. I'm uh, founder CEO of Senior Care Authority. Great. Well, and so grateful to have you on the show. And you have such an awesome background in as an entrepreneur, as a franchisor, and really innovating and creating just some new businesses and new ideas that you've taken to market. So I'd love for you just to share a little background about you and how you ended up at Senior Care Authority. Great. Well, um, I'll try to make it short because I, 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 I have a long background, not only because of my age, you know, I got many years. So, uh, but I, I actually started out in the travel industry for many years. I was in the hotel restaurant school where I went to uh, uh, university and uh, studied that. And uh, so uh, I was in the travel industry for well over 30 years and uh, had a great career, uh, kind of uh, like many people when they get, uh, certain certain age in their life they go you know and they've been kind of in the same business many people go i want to try something new and uh my my kids um have two older kids now but at the time uh, they were a little younger and they go dad you don't seem happy you know and that was just kind of a a wake-up call to me going you know i'm not that i mean i it was great great industry and uh i you know did some uh, you know, I, I actually franchised a company that had, you know, about 200 locations and sold that company. And, and um, I was actually going to uh, move away from it at that point and get into something else. And somebody called me and said, we want you to run our company. And and so I did that, you know, for a while and realized that, um, hey, you know, it was time, time to move on. And right around that time, uh, I, I lost both my parents seven weeks apart from one another. And uh, they, you know, after after some illness, and it was tough. You know, it's hard to lose, uh, you know, a loved one. Uh, but it kind of a light bulb went off, me saying, 
how are people going to do this? I mean, I'm, I'm smack in the middle. I'm, I'm a boomer, right? Right smack in the middle. And um, I'm, I'm thinking, how are the, that generation going to, going to do this? It's, this is tough stuff, you know, and it's not something we're, we're used to dealing with. And um, I, I basically took some time and started researching the industry, uh, the senior care industry and, um, you know, founded senior care authority, you know, and, uh, Start doing it here in uh, Northern California initially, and uh, now we franchise it. We have today we have over seventy locations, and uh, uh, love love what I do again. Love what I do again. Well, well, that's a great background, and you are very uh, uh, modest about uh, your background here. But in my vantage point, having the opportunity to to interview and work with you and talk through this, having grown one business in. Uh, in the travel industry, franchise it, sell a couple hundred locations, and then exit, and now get in a new industry and <laughs> do the same kind of thing again. It's it's really impressive work, and uh, so I, I'm uh, your perspective is very unique in in just in business in general from that regard. And I'd love for you to share about Senior Care Authority because it's really you provide a really unique and valuable service. For folks out there and with the national presence, this is something that, you know, someone tuning in may have mom or dad or an aunt or uncle or sibling or somebody that that might need what you're offering. Great. No, I'll be happy to tell you a, a little more. I mean, the, the one thing I love about it and I, I loved about it in the travel industry is really helping helping people be successful in business. That, that's what I really enjoy. Uh, I mean, I still franchises I had in the travel industry, some of those people still reach out to me to just kind of check in, whether it be on Facebook or LinkedIn, and how you doing? And just want to tell you, thanks again, I'm doing well. And, you know, that, that's a wonderful thing to hear. So that kind of charges me up when, when I help others. Um, but so Senior Care Authority, I, I started it uh, after doing a lot of research from scratch. And, and I myself was working with the families and, and helping them and helping them uh, we do a couple uh, a couple different things at Senior Care Authority. One, our primary service is what's called senior placement. Senior placement is is helping families find the best place to live and to get the proper care. All right, and that might mean an assisted living. That might mean in memory care. Uh, that may mean in more of a fifty five and over type of a community. Uh, that may mean, unfortunately, and I say unfortunately, in a skilled nursing facility. We try to keep people out of skilled nursing, but sometimes they're sometimes for a lot of different reasons there may not be a choice uh, with that. So there's various levels, and that's really how we started. Uh, that's how we started, and that's our franchisees' um, uh, primary source of income. And that was my primary source of income when I started. Uh, we earn our dollars. Fortunately, you don't have to charge the family anything for that type of a service because we have contracts with these locations and they pay us a commission, you know, and that's pretty standard in, in the industry to do that. Um, but what, what really helped expand our uh, franchise network is adding what we've called elder care consulting. Elder care consulting is providing a number of different services to uh, families that may have nothing to do with placement. 
there's a number of other, for example, I'll just give you a quick example, and, and this is pretty common, that we might be dealing with the adult children. And let's just say there's three of them, two daughters and a, and a, and a, and a, a son. And one of the daughters that we're dealing with feels that maybe dad should go to assisted living. And then uh, she consults with the sister and the sister goes, nah, you know, I think dad just needs a caregiver at home. He doesn't have to go to assisted living. We're never going to be able to get him to assisted living. And then the brother goes, well, what's wrong with dad? I, there's nothing wrong with dad. You know, I mean, that, that's pretty common. So it's so, it's so important to get everybody on the same page. So many times we'll have meetings. They may be, you know, Zoom meetings or they may be faced to sitting around the kitchen table, but to get everybody on the same page and and making the, you know, providing the best options uh, for dad and for the family based on what the needs are financially and everything. So that's just one example of so many. Uh, another quick one is a company that uh, we acquired uh, last year called uh, Beyond Driving with Dignity. And it's a, it's a program, it's a self-assessment program to help determine if it's maybe the right time to we like to call retire from driving. We don't like to say take away the keys. Um, and I know a lot of families are confronted with that. That's part of our elder care consult consulting program. Um, so uh, there, there's a number of different services and you know where they're just there to support the family and help them through a difficult time that they've probably have never gone through before and may never go through it again, you know? So it's not like, well, you know, it's like getting, you know, renting a house or, or, or buying a home. Well, people do that multiple times in a lifetime, you know, here, they might only be doing it one time. And when you're dealing with a loved one and especially dealing with care, uh, it, it's a pretty big deal and it could be pretty stressful. I like to say that we just, we work hard to try to reduce stress. Yeah. Well, and, and what I love about the service is that you're really coming into this with uh, where, where the, the actual consultant or the person that's consulting with the client is, has, is, is really considering all options. It, it really, from, from your vantage point, you're servicing this client to make the recommendation, the best recommendation for that specific scenario and what it, whatever that recommendation might end up being. So they're kind of more of a neutral party. That's this expert that's going to be able to help them out. So, um, as opposed to what, what maybe could be confused with, I, I could just see it. If you're going to a, a senior living facility and you're talking to, uh, an admissions person or, a, uh, an advisor that's helping you, well, their interest is to try to fill a, a, a bed or a room that's there. So, you yeah. know, in your, in I, your I have a lot of relations with those people. So I'm glad you said it, not me. I, <laughs> but, it's, well, but it is true. It is. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm just, you know, kind of putting some pieces together. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and, and uh, so it, it, I, I really like that you're doing that. And one of the things that we talked about before we went on air here is we talked about this corporate benefits program uh, that you're offering and that you have available. And it's very timely just in general. But I think it, it, one of the reasons I'm excited to have you on, not only with your franchise background and entrepreneurial background, but this is something that I think businesses and need to know about that they can do these kinds of programs that you have to offer. So I'd love for you to share what that is and how it works. Well, 
I, you know, I, I love to say that we had this whole big plan and we put it together and for two years we're planning this and, and it's been a great success. Well, first of all, it has been a great success, but there wasn't this big plan. I'll have to say that I kind of, I was planning it out, but I, in a sense, fell into it. All right. So, and sometimes that's a little bit, you know, you need a little bit of luck in business too. All right. Uh, but basically what we call, we call now our ease program, you know, um, and that stands for employee assistance solutions for elder care. All right. And the one thing I had been doing a lot of research and I, uh, actually wrote an article about this quite some time ago and realizing that absentee, there's statistics showing that absenteeism and presenteeism were on the rise. Now, a lot of everybody kind of knows what absenteeism is. Some people have never heard of presenteeism. Presenteeism is kind of interesting. And I didn't know what it was when I first heard it. But it, basically what it means is that that employee could be in front of their computer doing work but they're like, they're thinking about mom or dad or grandma and grandpa or aunt and uncle at home and needing care and they can't concentrate on work. They're on the clock, but they're not working. That's, that's presenteeism, all right? And uh, basically I realized that companies were offering quite a bit in benefits as it relates to childcare and time off and you have a baby and, you know, you get time off and, and, that, and, that, and that's a great thing. But what has been forgotten and is now becoming quite apparent, and a lot of companies are now implementing it, is to provide benefits to their employees as it relates to senior care, okay, where a loved one, uh, it's very time consuming. It could be a time, especially if you try to do it alone. So that's what we want. That's uh, the plan was to to put together a program for companies, so their their employees don't have to take off as much time. They don't have to be as, as stressed out. I'd like to say we would eliminate stress, but I would say we relieve stress. All right, and that they have somebody to turn to for help. Now, when I was kind of planning this out, I got a phone call from. Uh, uh, We'll remain nameless right now, but a, a pretty good sized company and in, in the Fortune 500 realm. And uh, I was introduced through a mutual friend, and and um, they saw what we were doing. They said, "We need this," you know. And and literally, we put it together for them. So that's kind of how it started. And um, uh, so basically, the program is all the services plus more that we provide in elder care consulting, in placement, in overall just advice. And uh, we provide a, you know, a, a landing page for companies so their employees can go to. We provide, you know, I, as you know, Tom, I do a podcast as well. And so my podcast is on there and our blogs and articles, all sorts of educational uh, things that we, we we put on the company site that is kind of co-branded with us uh, for their employees. And um, we're we're putting a huge emphasis on it come the first of the year. We because of this company that kind of came to us, 
I would have to say that that's not where we would have started because they have somewhere in the vicinity of about 15 to 20,000 employees. So we're talking, it's a pretty good sized company, right? That what that would not be the test company <laughs> that we would want to do, but they were willing to work with us and they knew we didn't have anybody else. They knew they were the first, but they were still willing to work with us. And it's, it's turned out to be a, a great success story. And, and now we want to reach out to other companies and I would say smaller, you know, are, 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 are kind of, I think we believe our sweet spot is the 500 to 5,000 employees, you know, and, um, and, and really, really to help them uh, provide benefits to their, to their people. I mean, I, I'm going to give you, do you mind if I give you some statistics here that I didn't make up? Sure. Please. These are real things, right? So AARP reported on this. One in six U.S. employees are spending 20 plus hours each week providing assistance to a friend or relative. One in six providing 20 plus hours, okay? Um, uh, Something from Harvard Business School, all right? Uh, They did a whole study. By the way, they did that whole study right around the time I was talking to that company I mentioned, right? And it was kind of ironic that Harvard did this, you know, this huge study. One of the things they came up with is upper management has a higher incident of leaving employment due to caregiving conflicts. All right. So it's a big issue today. It's a big issue. It's uh, and especially, you know, I don't know when people would be listening to this podcast, but today we're dealing, as you know, with people who are, you know, not going back to work, uh, you know, and so it's tough to find good employees. So to provide a better a better benefit package, and that's what we want to be part of that benefit package. That somebody might look at it and go, you know what, that that's a great benefit because uh, my mom's not doing so well, and it'd be nice to have somebody to lean on. I'm glad this company has has thought of having that benefit, and so you could attract some people that maybe you wouldn't have attracted before. Yeah. Well, and and that's the thing I like about it, especially as you share that statistic about senior leaders in your organization that are more likely to leave because of some personal caregiving demands that they, they need to step down or maybe step back. And if there's a solution in place for them, um, I just think about someone, you know, for our company, for anyone maybe listening in, the the great resignation is real and if you it, it, to me this is not only attracting talent but it may be keeping talent that you didn't know you were actually keeping uh and keeping some mid to senior folks that maybe are in a position or at any level really to be able to have this as a value added benefit for them to get into and i just think it's extremely time, timely uh to be coming in because you think about it okay if you're a company in, in the range you described you already probably have some benefits you you have health insurance and a retirement plan and you have some of these ancillary maybe a health savings account and some of these other things that are kind of standard things for a company of that size but now we're looking at this next phase of life, right? And, and going through this. And so I think it's a phenomenal program. How how can they learn more about this? Where do you have some information that, that someone that's listening in might be able to go to? Well, they, they, you know, our website is seniorcareauthority.com. 
All right. Uh, I, but I'll, I'll give you my email address if they, you know, had some interest either learning more about, you know, our company or that particular program. Uh, you could just email me uh, direct, uh, directly, frank at seniorcareauthority.com. And um, uh, we do uh, on our website, uh, we do have a section about the uh, employee benefit program as well. Um, so it's, uh, it, it's, and the more I've gotten into it, uh, just to, I don't know if we have time just to read you a couple others. And this was done, you yeah. know, Harvard did this very extensive study on this and they interviewed employees from all over the country. And they interviewed some of those same employers that those employees were uh, working for. And there was a disconnect. You know, there was a disconnect. The employees basically saying, yeah, I need this. And the employers generally going, eh, I don't know if that's, you know, they need it. Okay. So it was Harvard saying basically to employers all over the country, you better wake up. All right. So one of the things they showed is 32% of the employees admitted, the ones that left jobs, left their job, admitted they left their jobs because they did not get the support uh, they needed regarding caregiving needs. All right. 47% said that caregiving affected their work performance all or most of the time. 55% said caregivers are less likely to progress as fast as their peers, even if they put forth the same effort because they're having to take more time off. All right. And 59% of the employers said that, you know, caregivers were perceived as less committed to their careers. So it puts a lot of pressure on the employees as well. So again, our, our goal was to kind of be able to step in and say, let us work with your employees that need this help so they don't have to take off as much time of work because try to do it themselves when they have no knowledge on the subject matter. I can't even, you know, I, hey, I did it with my parents. It's, you're learning something brand new. It's not, it's, again, it's not like something that you uh, do on a day-to-day basis, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And and I remember, you know, it's interesting, my, uh, when my grandmother, she was the matriarch of our family, we we had a big extended family all close knit together when, when I was growing up. Anyway, when she was, she was diagnosed terminally ill and kind of going through this two year kind of just, uh, you know, battle that we just knew what, what was going to come of it. And, uh, fortunately she was in a situation where she had, uh, seven kids and three, uh, or four of the kids really helped out and plus one of my cousins. So my grandmother had 24 seven care from a family member, but that meant that one Monday through Friday, one day a week, one sibling was dedicated to one day plus my cousin was dedicated one day, but it's 24 hour shift that they had. And that meant they couldn't work that day. And this was all. And then they traded weekends and weekend time and extra shifts. And so there's this whole thing. And, you know, fortunately the family was able to do that to keep grandma at home. Um, but if the program now, this has been, you know, 10, 12 years ago at this point, but had something like what you're describing been around for some of our family that I know that would have made a big difference at that moment of need when, when it, it was necessary. Right. Right. And, you know, there's a perception out there that, oh, I, my grandma has on Medicare or on Medicaid or whatever, and they'll take care of it. And it's just so not correct. <laughs> it's just 
not in this country. All right. So um, it, it, that's another part of what we do is help work through that and understand, you know, how could we get third parties to pay for totally or a portion of the costs for the care? All right. And then where, you know, where can we, you know, help them get funds to, to pay for this? Because it's pretty expensive. It's very expensive. And there's also another perception uh, from the uh, parents. Uh, oh, you know, my my kids will take care of me, you know, or, or my spouse will take care of me and, you know, I'll be fine. Um, and and the, the reason that can be a challenge, you know, if they if that person is suffering from some form of dementia, like Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's is uh, uh, the majority of the cases of, of dementia type disease uh, that they might not have the, uh, the, the know-how to deal with somebody because, you know, it's a, that's a challenging disease and, and, and it could be other types of things like Parkinson's and things that it's not just, they're just getting older and, you know, need to re- need medication reminders and all that. Uh, you know, uh, the majority of, once you hit, uh, 65, I'm sorry, once you hit 70 years old, there's a 75% chance that you're going to need some sort of long-term care. All right. So that's basically saying 20, you got a 25% chance that you should be pretty, pretty healthy and may not need a whole lot of assistance, but 75% chance is pretty high. So people need to plan and and, uh, that's a whole, whole nother conversation, but the, the thing that's great is that our, our franchise owners around the country are educated on this. They have a lot of certifications, a lot of training, and, and can advise families properly, you know, on, on, on the right direction for them. Frank, this is a great time for us to transition here to uh, the, we have, before we go, before we exit the interview, we always ask every guest the same four questions before we go. Okay. And the first question is, uh, has there been a miss or two in your career and something you learned from it? Ah, that's a great question. Let's see. Uh, you know, it's easy to look through the rearview mirror. Okay. Um, I guess when I, I told you at the beginning, when I was looking to make a move away from the travel industry and I, I sold my, you know, I did sell my company um, I, you know, I get, I guess I wish I would have started this, what I'm doing right now back then. Cause there was that, you know, there was a gap there of, uh, me being enticed by a company to have me come in and run their company in the travel industry. And they threw dollars at me and I, I accepted and I did it for a while longer. And I realized it wasn't the dollars because they were paying me pretty good and I was running a company. Uh, but I, again, I still wasn't happy with what I was doing and I get so much gratification from what I'm doing right now. So I guess a miss, I don't know if I call it a miss. It was just timing. Uh, if I would have had to do it all over again, I wish I would have started this earlier in, in my career. Uh, yeah. so, not a huge one, but that, you know, sometimes timing is everything. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing that. And and let's look at it on the other side. How about a make or two? We've we've you've shared a whole bunch already. Is there anything that stands out? Um, I, I what stands out is just what I I realize that the most important thing to me right now is the number of families that that we have helped across the country. And we've actually added them up and said, all right, I mean, literally thousands and thousands of families that we have helped and helped them, you know, relieve their, that stress. And, and uh, I, I, when I was doing this myself, before I started franchising, I did this for five years to prove the model. Uh, I still get, you know, an email or a letter, literally I've received letters from families that I work with saying, I just want to tell you, I don't know if you remember me, but you helped us with my, with my mom. And unfortunately she passed away, but I wanted to thank you because you made our life, you know, that much easier. So, you know, during a very difficult time. Uh, so I guess the things that stand out is just the gratification that we get from families that we've worked with across the country. And I think a close second to that is, uh, you know, just watching our franchise owners succeed in their businesses in the, in the same way. And um, so, you know, both those are things that I, I have to say that that stand out. Uh, I don't think I could think of a particular incident, but, you know, the, the, just the gratification I've gotten from that. Yeah. Well, it, and thank you for sharing. Thank you. And uh, the next question we like to ask is, what does, uh, what, has there been a multiplier or two that you've used in growing yourself personally, professionally, your company that, that you can share? Well, when I, you know, I, um, one of the things that uh, from strictly speaking from a business standpoint, as it relates to franchising, being the franchisor, and you know this as well, if not more than I do, because you've been in the, in, in the field as well. Um, so when you say multiplier, I, I think of, you know, ongoing earnings. So I wanted to have a business that, uh, my my customer are my franchisees. You know, that, that's my that's my customer. Okay, and so I wanted to have a, a business that uh, we had the ability to continue to earn dollars, which we do. It's pretty well known in the franchising industry that I'm earning a, a, a little bit of money on their business. So as they grow their business, then I I earn more. So. Uh, you know, that's what I would, you know, suggest for anybody to, uh, as a startup, uh, to be thinking about that getting in the business where you're getting, whether it's a retainer or just ongoing earnings. And I wanted to have that same thing for the franchise owners. So on the franchise owner side, uh, the one thing that I learned is that most of their business comes from referrals, referrals from elder law attorneys, referrals from hospitals, uh, referrals from financial planners. And once they establish those types of relationships, they're, they're getting referrals on an ongoing basis from those same professionals. So that's their, that's their retainer in a sense on an ongoing basis. So I'm not sure if that was an answer to your question, but that's, you know, I've, I'm always thinking about that. How, 
how can you continue to earn from your, in a sense, existing customer base and grow that existing customer base? Yeah, I, I love it. I think that's great. I, I really like it. Thank you. And and the final question we ask everyone, Frank, is what does success mean to you? Success to me, a lot of people put financials on it, and I I, I don't. You know, to me is uh, when when I if I see that our franchisees are succeeding, that means that you know that means that they're helping a lot of families. And if they're succeeding, to me, that that's success right there, you know, to me, uh, because if that's all happening, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm making a, you know, a decent living at it, you know, that this type of business, you know, if somebody wants to become a, a billionaire, then this isn't the business for you, you know, but you can make a very good living at it, and uh, they, our franchisees, make good livings. I make, a, you know, a good living. Uh, but I only do if they're successful. So when they're successful, that to me is, I, I, that means I've achieved what I wanted to achieve. Yeah. Well, and Frank, as we kind of close this out, is there anything you were hoping to share that you haven't had a chance to get across yet? Well, I guess, I guess we're all dealing, whoever's listening, you know, are all dealing with situations uh, with family members and, the best, best advice, I guess, I, I just want to give to everybody is to plan, you know. Um, there's a 100% chance uh, that we're going to die, all right? Uh, nobody's proved differently. So people get life insurance. People, you know, do estate planning. There's probably, as I mentioned to you before, when you turn 70, there's about a 75% chance that you're going to need some sort of long-term care. Therefore, people roll the dice, don't roll the dice because if you roll the dice, if you're wrong, it could be catastrophic to you. It could be catastrophic to the family. I've seen it pull families apart. So plan properly. Um, and there's, you know, a lot of different ways uh, to do that. And, and I guess that's the, uh, we're all dealing with that from a personal standpoint. So, or we will be, so that's my, what I wanted to get across. Frank, thank you so much again for an awesome interview. And we're going to go ahead and jump into today's three key takeaways. So takeaway number one is when Frank talked about absenteeism and presenteeism. And as he described, absenteeism, we're all probably familiar with that one. It's when someone's not showing up or they're not in and working. But the second piece was presenteeism, and that's when an employee is on the job or working, but their mind is not present. And he gave some stark, really interesting statistics about what causes presenteeism and some of these things that are related to this uh, benefit situation we talked about. And he gave some statistics here. One in six employees are providing 20-plus hours of caregiving each week to a friend or a relative. And he said, upper management has a higher propensity to leave their job due to caregiving requirements. And the, the, the next statistic, he said, 32% of employees who left their jobs said they did not get the support that they needed for caregiving. So if that isn't a compelling case, that you need to take this seriously. Takeaway number two, Frank talked about planning. And especially planning, whether it's for you, if you're approaching 
uh, 70 years old or maybe for a loved one. But Frank said, once you hit 70 years old, you have a 75% chance that you're going to need some kind of additional care. And as he reminded us, you know, there's a 100% chance that you're going to die. And so, you know, do you want to kind of roll the dice, as he said, on being that 25% that doesn't need the care when it's more likely that you or your loved one will need the care? So plan, have a plan in place. Doesn't mean you have to do anything, but having a plan is critical. And then takeaway number three, I thought was great when Frank shared about some of the reasons why he franchised and why he started his businesses, but he said he was looking for a way to find a business to continue generating ongoing earnings. And he talked about this as a multiplier, and he did that through three ways that I I took in, in my notes. Number one, he said, do what you love to do. And he shared part of his past in when he sold his business, his first company, and then he was uh, he was attracted uh, to be hired by another company in the industry, but he wasn't really happy. And so once he pursued and started Senior Care Authority, he was, he was happy again. So number one, do what you love to do. Number two, uh, franchising, certainly in, in the business at Warren, if you're franchising or thinking about franchising your business, um, franchising, it provides that ongoing royalty and that shared gain with your franchisees. And then number three, uh, what he did for his current business with Senior Care Authority and his franchisees was he created this ongoing long-term referral relationships where the business is built upon these long-term relationships that continue to develop and produce um, uh, customers or, or clients for the company. And now it's time for today's win-win. So today's win-win is if you don't have an employee benefit program in place that considers or takes into consideration caregiving services that your employees are going to be providing to their loved ones, then you need to. And Frank talked about Senior Care Authorities program, which is Ease, the Ease program, the Employee Assisted Solutions for Elder Care, uh, and whether it's it's implementing a program like he offers or figuring out some program on your own, I think it's going to be critical because of some of these statistics he said. Your employees are dealing with this. And so as an employer, it's in your best interest to provide these kinds of services to your employees and to your team members because they're going to need it and it will help in retaining and recruiting great staff and great employees. And so that's the episode today, folks. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast and give us a review. And remember, if you or anyone you know might be ready to franchise our business or take their franchise company to the next level, please connect with us at BigSkyFranchiseTeam.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to having you back next week.